welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, this year we watched a lot of sequels and we gave each and every one of them a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. And we are here tonight for our final Christmas story episode where we're going to talk about a Christmas story. <laughs> Not that the episode is live, but a Christmas story was live when it was uh, you know when it when it aired on Fox. Very live. clearly so. Yeah, so this is our you know this is also going to be our last episode for the year of 2021. Good riddance. Moving on to 2022. Uh, but before we get too far into things here, uh, Eliz, where can people reach out to us? Yeah, we need your suggestions for franchises for next year. So email us at sequelrights at gmail.com or you can reach out to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Sequel Rights. And please rate and view us on Apple Podcasts. Five stars goes a long way to helping other people find the show. Also, leave in the comments what your suggestions are for your favorite January-based sequel and franchise. Mm. Oh, because we need we need some January movies. We want to we want to talk about movies that only take place in January. <laughs> mm. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, good luck. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, not only are we here tonight to wrap up a Christmas story, we also have a special guest, right, Tyler? That's right. We have uh, a good friend of mine, Mike. He just. Reminded me how to say his last name, and I'm going to fuck it up. Uh, Sorce. Yes? E. Sorce. 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 I knew it, and then anyway. But yes, uh, Mike is a writer and all-around nerd and a listener of the show, and he was kind enough to come on on our last episode of the year and talk about a musical, which uh, not everyone is willing to do. Oh, Yes, thank you very much for having me. I know that I'm here because I'm a huge fan of Pasek and Paul, uh, and... Unfortunately, that ended here, but we can get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was a huge fan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Um, I, will, I, I know this is an audio medium, but I'll show you guys so you can react f- f- for the audience. <laughs> right. uh, this is my uh, oh! copy of uh, the Dear Evan Hansen uh, soundtrack on vinyl that is signed by all of the original cast members. What? They Broadway. Did, they, yeah, didn't right? all, they didn't all Broadway. sign on the cast? Okay. They should have yeah. just no, signed just, on the cast. But you can see Ben. Platt signed right on oh the Oh my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Wait, did you like stage door for that or did you like do a charity auction or something? I am honestly struggling to remember how I got it, but it was not <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Did you say <laughs> some sort of giveaway or something? I don't remember huh. how how I, I, I crossed paths with it. Um, but I am a huge fan of Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, I'm also a huge La La Land fan. Um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, this one this, this one was not cutting it. This year, Ooh, okay. Well, yeah. we'll get into it. Yeah. Um, what is your uh, you know knowledge of the Christmas Story uh, apparently franchise or the movie anyway? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I well until now I had only seen uh, the original, um, and it's one that my brother and I often watch uh, around the holidays. Uh, but my dad hates it. Um, so we, we, we usually try to watch it uh once during the holidays and he always kind of protests so we don't always get to see it but you know it was, uh tbs or whatever used yep. to do the 24 hour yeah so we'd always catch one of those um yeah i i'm a big fan of the movie you know um and it was interesting i haven't seen it 
in in a few Christmases now, but I, it really struck me like this is a, just such an American movie. Yeah, right? a kid who desperately wants a gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me that gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's an air rifle BB gun. Got to have it. Oh, man. If I had to hear him sing that refrain one more time on this. Oh, my God. It came back so many (laughs) many times. times. Too many. (sighs) Well, there there just wasn't that many songs because they just kept repeating them. Yes. And yet somehow too many songs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Wait, let's Let's, hear the commercial. Let's get get into it. Uh, We're talking a Christmas story live. And doing a live show makes everyone nervous, including the actors. I'm a veteran, but I still get very nervous. And uh, this is particularly nerve wracking. I always get nervous when I have to sing, but this is a different kind of singing. And yeah, and, and like the and the dancing, yeah. But I don't have to dance like you do. There's just a lot more that you can't control. The, whether the track comes in on time, whether the you know feed cuts out. I mean, there's a lot of things that are kind of terrifying. In Hollywood, Michelle Polino, Fox News. Again, you can watch A Christmas Story live Sunday <laughs> night at 7, right here on Fox 5. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that the only commercial I you could find? There were no ads. There were no YouTube, ads? No. Oh my God. It was all just like behind the scenes things and nothing that said. There was no thing where it was like the announcer was like, Oh, Christmas Story live tonight. You know, there's nothing like wow. that. Wow. So that's all I got. Yeah. Mm. There's not, it's sometimes hard to find, uh, you know, ads for TV things on YouTube unless it's really old. It's not that old. They, they, they treat these live musicals as so like disposable too. Like it's just mm-hmm. one and done. Yeah, they really do. I mean, it, like, well, I mean, the history of the recent like bout of these live musicals is like fascinating and yeah. very depressing. I as can't well. remember if it was on the episode we were talking <laughs> about Annie. That we both watched Annie. Yeah, we did watch Annie. So the the problem is, and we'll get into this with this one, is that when you have a Broadway musical that is already probably like two and a half hours long with intermission, and then you put like commercials, like the thing ends up being like three to four hours on TV. And even this, like even though we saw it without commercials, if you watch it on Amazon, it's without the commercial, it still feels like three hours long. I don't know how, I didn't look at how long it was. It's longer than two. It was two and a half hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it felt so long. So. It, it may not have commercials, but they did keep those bizarre <laughs> interstitials yes. with like the firefighters and the rescue dogs. That was hilarious. Yeah, they My, kept saying the dogs were rescued from, from a, a zoo, zoo in Japan. Japan. <laughs> I'm, like, what? I'm sure they were fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like, you might have noticed that these dogs look different than the Bumps' dogs in the movie, but don't worry. But yeah, we rescued them from this filthy zoo in Japan. And then they found a home no, with one of the trainers on no, the That's movie. the application. Like, I'm sure the zoo was fine. Uh, <laughs> maybe they they were like stray dogs that were living in a zoo. And either way, the sentence needed to be longer. I needed more explanation about the zoo in Japan. Yeah, they have dogs at the zoo. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, look, look a dog. Uh, yeah. That sounds like a Beethoven sequel waiting to happen. Yes. Well, before we get too far, for those of you who don't know what this is about, right. Christmas Story Live follows the story of the Parkers who are being haunted by their very real ghost of Matthew Broderick <laughs> during the uh, entire holiday season. Yeah. So, okay, like, I get what you're saying, but I did actually like this, like, device, especially yep. if you think about it coming from the stage play, it's yeah. a good way to just bring in somebody. Yeah, yeah, narrator. I know, yeah. I know, I know, I just I, thought it was- I agree, it was one of the few positive things I wrote down. Yeah. yeah. I also think Matthew Broderick is is 
good casting for that type of role. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. yeah well, and he didn't like try to do like an exact impression of Gene Shepard's voice. He just did like his yeah. own voice, so yeah. it was nice. Yeah, it was almost like a, a whimsical Ferris Bueller is what he was doing. <laughs> I, I really, I, when I heard that he was the narrator, I thought that we wouldn't see him or maybe see him at the beginning. Right. I was very pleasantly surprised that it was very well integrated. That being said, the ability for that to happen was with this large flowing steady cam a the camera operators for this deserve a goddamn medal right oh, uh, yeah but b holy shit is this nauseating to watch not yeah. just because of the content that's up there but the camera is so dynamic and trying to frame it it's ambitious as hell right but it just it didn't it didn't quite work and it's the roughest it is is in the first living room scene as it's just flying the fuck around like sam raimi's back there <laughs> right. And so I, you know, admittedly did not watch every single live musical on major network TV. But why are we here? I know you didn't that, do your you know, homework. It, it was way back when they used to do them all the time, like Cinderella with, the you know, the um, Leslie Ann Warren one and stuff. And they would mm-hmm. do them in these big empty studios with no audience. And then they brought it back with... Um, Peter Pan and Carrie Underwood yeah. sound of music. And they did it that exact way that they used to do it in a big ass empty studio with no audience. And it was so painfully awkward and stilted. They were horrible, just awful, <laughs> like not good at all. And so, you know, Platt comes along and they're like, we're going to do it the Fox way now, you know, we're going to, and they, and they do Grease, mm-hmm. which actually is like, Oh, whoa, that one was actually good because they had, audiences for a lot of not every scene but a lot of the scene they have audiences or work audiences into Mm -hmm. the scene somehow and it helped so much like Greece was the first one where everyone didn't feel like aliens like you know and so um and then so this is that whole team again and they basically did this one the same way that they did Greece yeah those other ones without the audience do feel like there's a firing squad just off camera that's just (laughs) dancing (laughs) or else yeah 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 it, it, it was definitely like very technically impressive yeah. yes. I, mean, it, I i could see the the nauseating aspect but that first yeah. sequence is is so impressive how oh, everyone's crazy. moving around and the camera's falling out. i mean yeah it's wild yeah and my rudolph has her whole like what it takes to be a mother song right. and that the choreography of that they actually nail it and everyone's in sync it's that sequence is incredible yeah um, and there's like I think, I mean, you know, we can get into like our overall thoughts eventually, but like, yeah, I think the, the production of it was definitely like the highlight for me. Yeah, I right. Mean, there were so many things that I was just like, wow, that's really impressive. And like one of the parts that I remember uh, that I thought was really funny, I think it was during the major award mm-hmm. sequence. Uh, the costume change? Yes, yeah. the costume oh, change. Yeah. Yeah. Like zoomed in on his face and I was like, I was like, they're changing his, his costume. costume. I know they're doing <laughs> it. And then he comes back out and he's got tux. I was like, that was just, I mean, that's like just really yeah. cool. Uh, I really, and, and they, they rotated him so he was on a new set yeah, too, even though he didn't move. It was crazy. Uh, they, uh, they clearly knew that that was the most impressive part too because yeah. during the credits, yeah. they showed like how they did it. Oh Yeah, yeah, yeah. they showed the behind yeah. the scenes of that yeah. part specifically. Well, especially because at the end, there's a montage and behind the scenes stuff, which, you know, they had to edit as they were doing yeah. it to, yeah. Yeah, to put it on. But um, I love the that didn't um, even occur to me. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah they, he has like a montage in the last song. And I was like, that happened like two minutes ago. You know? like, uh, 
but anyway, uh, I really loved the set of the like leg lamp Oscars, yeah. like because it was like a, a big arch made out of leg, leg lamps. lamps. Like that was yeah. hilarious to me. Leg lamp dancers. That was uh, yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah. So anyway. it, it, that was definitely one of the cooler sequences. But mm-hmm. I that was the first time I wrote down this has to be the worst song. <laughs> yeah, the major award song. song. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's yeah. I love that you said the thing about, uh, you know, a lot of repeated stuff. Cause I do feel like there's about five songs and mm-hmm. then they reprise them a hundred times. The, yes. Rest yes. Of the, the rest of the musical, which is kind of weird. Or it's either that, or there's like a, it's like a variation. Like, you know, there's that like nightmare song, but it's kind of like a weird variation of. Yeah, the, it's like, well, what if we did song. the song in a minor key? I know. It's like, uh, <laughs> did I anybody know. see this musical or haven't? No. Nobody who saw this musical and was it well reviewed? Not it was, not particularly. Okay. I, I looked it up because it's very. It had a kind of rocky. Um, hmm. So apparently, it, it like premiered in twenty. Uh, 2009 or 2010 oh, like okay. in some other city written by completely different people and a totally uh-huh. different thing and then they were like bad 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 and so then they hire Pasek and Paul who are like not even that far Along. out of college like right. I don't think they had really even done this is like one of their first mm-hmm. gigs um, and so then they wrote all they rewrote everything like all the music anyways and um, re put it out and it came out like later in 2010 I guess and uh off Broadway and then sort of like by coming out every December, like worked its, its way, way to, to Broadway for the 2013 Tony award season. And it was nominated for a few Tonys, but didn't win anything. And then, so then like, so that's like 2010, 2013, 2015 is Dear Evan Hansen mm-hmm. on stage. 2016 is La La Land 2016 is the Grease live musical, oh. and then this is 2017. I see. And so, oh, and Greatest Showman uh, came out right after this. So nice. at this point, everyone in Hollywood was like, these guys are golden. Everything they've ever done is probably genius. <laughs> yes. Let's go back and yeah. dig it all up and put it out there as quickly as possible. And guess what we have the rights to, baby? Right. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's basically what happened. Um, that makes so much sense. Yeah. yeah. I well, mean, it's a meteoric rise, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like, from 2010, less than 10 years, yeah. they were, like, Oscar winning. What I, what I found super interesting, too, like I guess like it's interesting to know that this is like one of the earlier things that they did but then like when I when I was thinking about when I was thinking back on like oh what songs did I like and like what was my favorite song or whatever like the songs that I liked the best when I went back and looked like they wrote three new songs for this for this performance yeah. And so, like, they're further along in their careers. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably, you know, better songwriters. Right. And when I was thinking about the songs I like the best, they were, two of them were the new songs right. that they wrote. So, yeah, the new one was, like, the opener, B.B. Rexa yeah. thing, and then the Which I Hanukkah. Think really she looks, like a, she looks yeah. like a who. <laughs> she does, yeah. The Hanukkah whole Hanukkah number was yes, completely yeah. new, and then I forget song. what the other one was. The Hanukkah but... Star song, yeah. I thought was like one of my favorites. I ever. thought it was cool that they had anything about any other religion at all, yeah. uh, and I was surprised to find out that that wasn't from the Broadway version. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just think that's really interesting that, like, yeah. So maybe they really were better songwriters at that point. I'm sure every anybody <laughs> yeah. is. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, I mean, you uh, hope. I hope that I'm better. I would hope, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. It's interesting. I, I'm not super familiar with uh, B.B. Rexa, but uh, I, I, I struggled with, with the first song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were off on the wrong foot. Right, and, yeah. uh, my, my wife was working in the other room, and she told me, <laughs> 
afterwards that uh, during the first song, she had to shove a blanket in the door crack to shuffle <laughs> it more. Oh, I'm going to have to I text like her an one. apology. I like that one. Oh my goodness. It was very poppy and cute. I, I thought maybe that was just like her Christmas song yeah, and they like tacked it on. Yeah. I thought it was but maybe a product it, placement yeah. for the Gap. <laughs> no, no, no. This is sponsored by Old, Old Navy. Navy. Yeah. yeah, although Ga- Old Navy is part of Gap brand. Yeah, so, right, but right. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think one of the things, and I don't know if this is a larger thing to tack on at the end, but this is one of the sequels that we have done that is actually trying to actively engage with the legacy and maybe some of the more problematic issues. Right. Uh, And we kind of mentioned it with the Hanukkah song, which I think is a good addition. There's some other additions that are maybe not, uh, I I don't know if it's something that we want to touch on as we're going through it, but I do think it's an interesting, just from a sequel standpoint, I don't think we've had a ton of, entries that have done this yeah certainly rambo last blood did not do this right uh yeah yeah, i mean like that's when you google this like this whole issue with the chinese restaurant scene is like what comes up like even more than articles about the fact that this thing existed really people are like ken jong and the philharm philharmonic i keep wanting to say philharmagic that is a ride (laughs) a disney philharmonic which is a filipino um acapella group that was on um the sing-off and i think Mm. they got like second place or something like that the very first season and um they have they completely changed the, and like well ken jong's there he's the christmas tree salesman and yeah. also the used car salesman which mm-hmm. i thought was kind of funny because that could come back as <laughs> yeah. Yeah. christmas story 2 sequel that right. we watched had a whole used car yeah, thing yeah. oh yeah um, but anyway so he is also the owner of the chinese restaurant um and then he um the the philharmonic sings um deck the halls mm-hmm. and like Maya Rudolph and uh, the dad are like stunned. And then they're like, the dad says like, that's not what I expected. And Ken Jong's like, what did you expect? Like, it, it was <laughs> yeah. so like accusatory and violent. I, I was like, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like I totally get it why he was doing that. But it's like, okay, that one customer <laughs> does not have like the 50 years of people saying fa ra 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 like put yeah, onto yeah. him. Come on, calm down, you know? But anyways, it was, it was 2017. Right. Yeah. And so he was just like, no, I I just didn't expect that and it was great and then he starts bragging about how they're all ivy league students except for the good looking one or whatever so yeah he's like they're all ivy league except joe but he has a great personality yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and i mean and, and and ken jong and them say in the interview like oh you know we wanted and then they say that this is such a great country because these people can have these opportunities but and ken jong wanted to say like well what if this happens just be like the most uh progressive town in indiana and they have that and i was like okay great but this is supposed to take place in like 1940 there's no second generation immigrants going to ivy league school like we're i don't even know if they were allowed to go to ivy league schools yeah at that point um but it was a nice try uh and it was like very cool yeah, like, yeah. they did sound amazing so was, you know i was kind of i was just gonna say i was kind of surprised that they even like dealt with that at all i thought maybe they would just like do something different with the ending or, right right because they had those carolers and i feel like they were singing deck the halls at one point or yeah later. yeah they so were I was like oh maybe that's the only reference to it but right well and yeah. i think there's a you know there's a lot of interracial couples in the chorus there's mm-hmm. a you know yeah, the thing my, obviously is totally yeah like colorblind my my, my my rudolph gets her a, a, yeah. a whole song of because mm-hmm. of, of not being the the mom and the the other movie is a shell of a woman. Right. <laughs> and, and we have the, the Anna Gasteyer song and, and all of these different things. And I think that all of these attempts, I, I go back and forth with it of, are these 
some of them fell short. Some of them are interesting. But then I think about the people that were probably really angered by them, and mm-hmm. then I enjoy them even more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there are probably people that were like, they ruined it by yeah, making That's my like, favorite these, part. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know. Stupid. Oh, wow. It, it did feel generally like they kind of softened the dad a little bit mm-hmm. from the movie. Because, I, again, I haven't seen it in a few years, but I remember him being, like, so harsh. Right. That, yeah. Much like most dads of that era. Yes. They really, they really like, played up how much of an idiot he is in this yeah. one. Which, <laughs> yeah. which I kind of, they gave him, like, two songs of just being like, I'm a stupid <laughs> guy who thinks I'm smart. Yeah. Well, I and I think that um, a lot of that comes with the age of the actors. Because yeah. you need him to sing and dance and do a leg lamp kick line you can't have like a 65 year old guy or whatever and right. the original dad was like obviously a bit older than the mom and they were older as a couple also and like seemed that they had their kids at a slightly older age whereas this guy and Mata Rudolph are both like younger and you know so. they should have got Daniel Stern back in there no this guy was <laughs> way better than Daniel Stern was, was. In, in Christmas Story 2 no I feel like that watching him perform this I was like damn this dude's underutilized like I know him from Silicon Valley and that's oh, okay. yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Oh. That's true. That's yeah, true. he's yeah. the new voice of Mickey Mouse. And he did it like briefly when she put the bowling ball on his lap. He did like a second Oh, he of did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't yeah. think about that. Oh, man. That's that was very silly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was doing, uh, a, like, there was my favorite moment, I think, of the entire thing is that at one point, because this was a live performance, a clock falls off a door. Oh, yes. <laughs> and yes. he just totally improved it and totally played it cool. I was, was wondering like, about that. that. He's like, oh, what? can you pick that up? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was cool. Um, One of my main problems with this, not only the music, but, like, I have the same issue with uh, The Greatest Showman, too, oh. is that I just hate the child singers. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> The guy who, the kid who plays Ralphie is so fucking annoying. He sings like an insane person. And he looks at the crazy <laughs> he eyes. He has serious crazy eyes. There's that, you sent that, that <laughs> photo. Uh, I like, sent it to Mike too. Very yeah. early on, like, you know, he, there's always, uh, there's this repeated motif of him singing like really quickly yeah. the Red Rider BB gun. But like there's a, there's a early on like a zoom in on his face as he's going, gun! And it like zooms in on his face and his eyes are like bugged out and I'm just like, wow. I just think I, that the kids singing, they just are like shouting the whole time. Yeah. It's not like good tones. So they were. I don't like it. I found myself worried about him. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, just, yeah. <laughs> I can't is, explain is that. Is this kid okay? Um, yeah. yeah I, I did think that the Randy was cast very well. Uh, he didn't have to sing as much, but but I thought he was one of the better sort of imitations of of the original movie yeah and kid actor too i thought he was very good i agree yeah, i, well, I liked the how kids were bad i yeah. hate to dunk on a kid but yeah, <laughs> yeah. i liked when they had the like um we're all wimps or nerds or whatever that dance song was but he was still in his like star-shaped <laughs> snowsuit so he couldn't really do the dance very yeah. well at all and so but he still kind of like sort of went along with it. It was really funny. He couldn't put his arms down at I all. I did not enjoy that song. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't either, I did but I was just watching song. him being like, <laughs> you yeah, can't yeah, do that yeah. dance. And I just think, you know, like, I, I, yeah, I really didn't like Ralphie, and so I was sad that, like, there's so many songs with him, obviously, because he's, like, the main character. You didn't, didn't like Ralphie to the Rescue? I didn't like, no. <laughs> Ralphie to the Rescue cowboy song, no. I didn't like it. But I was like, at the, at the same time, I was incredibly impressed by, like, the the children, like, the group of children that yeah. were, right. like, the dancers that, that when they do that whole, um, 
like shoot your eye out song with Jane Krakowski or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed by their dancing and everything. I was like, wow, these kids are amazing. Like, where did they find these guys? They look like they met, they I, perhaps were a child ska band <laughs> <laughs> that they found. It's, there was there was one kid in front too. He looked he looked a little like uh oh my gosh, I'm spacing on his name from Room. Um Uh-oh. oh Tremblay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, Jacob Tremblay. And but he was the eyes he was giving to the camera like he was like, I am crushing this and you all love me. <laughs> <laughs> it was very funny. Yeah. I mean, this you can't like you can't fault the Ralphie kid for over. I mean, the whole thing rests on him. It's live. Yeah. He knows that he just has to get this. You know what is it? Something something action. Red Rider BB gun yeah. or whatever. Like, like, in the stock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah <laughs> I don't like, think that tells time. It's yeah. very like, and most of the time his line is just to jump up and yell that out and then go away again. You know. But yeah, his eyes were a little bit out of control. Do you think Fox was yes. like, can we get a special government mandate to give child cocaine to this boy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, b- before we move too far away from it, the, the Jane Kurkowski tap dance yeah. scene w- was very impressive, but w- one of the most unhinged choices. <laughs> I, 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 like, wh- why is the teacher character getting a five minute tap dance yes. sequence? What yes. is going on? <laughs> I kind of didn't like that, like, most of, I feel like a majority of the musical numbers were, like, Ralphie fantasy sequences. Well, yeah. it makes sense. I mean, he has I, a lot of fantasy sequences in the movie, and I you guess, need but things to be It's a heightened. musical. It doesn't need to, like, also, it right, doesn't need to have, right. like, a layer of, like, oh, well, this musical number needs <laughs> yeah. to also be a fantasy dream. No, it is. Tell <laughs> Rodgers and Hammerstein that you don't like their dream ballets. <laughs> okay, no. okay, but it's not every song. <laughs> it was, yeah, I guess their point was... She has character depth because character depth because she has OCD. Yeah, that was weird. That was I didn't like that addition detail. actually because yeah, what was the point of that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. She's gonna start the class and it's like she keeps interrupting herself. She's lucky she's not in a sanatorium. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Wow, I brought that to a <laughs> no, no. Ball. I'm just looking back at my notes now. <laughs> it, it did feel like that part was sort of meant for Jane Krakowski. Yeah. Right. She, like the, her line delivery was, was very her um, mm-hmm. in, yeah. in a way that worked. I just wasn't expecting the teacher to play such a large role. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I figured she must have her own song at some point since it's Jane Krakowski. So, but yeah. Yeah. But you weren't expecting a giant tap number. No, <laughs> that no, I was not. Uh, I wasn't expecting the, uh, you know, favorite children's Sunday school song, this little light of mine to come yeah. into the leg lamp. Oh yeah. <laughs> song. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That anyway. did happen. It, it was that. very funny. In one of the interstitials that just reminded me, they, they were like bragging about the costume designer and I can't remember. I wish I'd written down exactly what they said, but they said something about this being like the first ever like <laughs> lamp dress kick line right. Yeah, right of course it is what are you talking about yeah. i mean maybe they mean they didn't do that yeah. in the broadway show that's what i thought maybe, oh, but it was no weird. don't give validity Which to it they didn't huge <laughs> missed opportunity i mean that's just obvious Get guinness on the phone yeah <laughs> i did think yeah i did just think it was funny that the you know the the version that you can go buy or rent uh wherever digitally is like they just copy pasted what was screened on tv right it even pops up with the like 
Tweet hashtag, hashtag yeah. a Christmas story yeah. live for a special emoji. And I tried to do it and it was like, no, that No, that you have to pay for those to stay up on, yeah. on Twitter. I'm sure I, it I'm was glad a leg you brought leg. that up though, because uh, on Amazon, you cannot rent the movie. You have to buy it. Yep. So this is now the only movie that I own on Amazon Prime. <laughs> nice. I thought you could rent it. I saw no, no, no. I, I bought it on Apple I could, TV. I could rent it on Vudu, but yeah. I, Oh, it was only in a dollar difference, so I just bought it. I bought it as well, just because yeah. I for my because, yeah, purposes. you might need to torture a POW. I might need, I might need to make audio <laughs> clips for... <laughs> oh, they did uh, make a joke about the La La Land Moonlight Oscar They did. Envelope. They did do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was right. <laughs> was so, it me? Make sure. Yeah, that yeah. was funny. Yeah, good times. Good times. So they were clearly yeah. still traumatized. I know I made a joke <laughs> earlier about, you know, Matthew Broderick being haunting the family, but... Mm-hmm. It is confirmed in the film, yeah. in, in the movie. He, he does have this line. I decided to come back as a ghost, make them all feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, confirmed that he's a ghost. Yeah, throughout that's the, right. I just, love the, I just love the scene where he's like handing Maya Rudolph beers out of the fridge <laughs> while she's like singing that song about being a mom or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. She hands him a pie straight out of the oven and he grabs it with his bare hands. And then yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> Like there was no pot holder on set. Like I don't know. Yeah. The the uh, speaking of the food, it was I. It was very funny when uh, Randy had to do his like pig in the yeah. trap thing. You could tell that he hated doing it. He like immediately wiped his face <laughs> off as soon as it was over. It's gross. He's like, I'm not a freaking animal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, poor buddy. <sighs> oh man. Uh, all right. So. I do think as I was watching this and basically Mike, a Christmas story Two was essentially trying to do this exact thing, but trying to be a different movie mm-hmm. and not just being a musical version, but mm-hmm. went through the exact same beats, probably had the same shot of the furnace being. <laughs> and I, I found myself hating a Christmas story Two more. Yeah. As I watched this, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's like, this is trying to do the exact same thing, but there's, it's adding more to it than that movie did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was was that movie a, a continuation? Was it meant to be the same character? Yeah, it's it's completely recast. But Ralphie is sixteen, and instead of a gun, he wants a car. Mm. And America. a girl. Yeah, and a girl. And yeah. a girl. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Drusilla. <laughs> Drusilla. <laughs> what? That's her name. That's her name. Her name is Drusilla. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to buy this movie now. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. No, it's on HBO Max. No, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, perfect. Yeah, don't give Bezos the pleasure. Um, <laughs> what do you like about the ending? Kind. Of, I feel like this was a change, unless you think the original movie like alluded to this. But when they basically just admit that Maya Rudolph knows the whole time that he's lying about the stupid icicle or whatever. Like, I thought that was actually kind of nice oh, yeah. that, mm-hmm. I, that the Matthew Broderick character was there to be like, wait, what? You know, like, <laughs> um, cause in the, in the original movie, like I didn't sense that. Right. Yeah. They make her out to be so. a dummy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Right. No, I thought that was a good. Touch. I, and I, I think her actually that, and you know, her, her song, like the changes they made to her character were, were some of the better, mm-hmm choices and there there was a moment she she sings like a little almost like couplet to to ralphie um you know not getting him in, in trouble for the fight and i thought that was one of the best moments in the whole thing it really yep. worked for me yeah and the part where the dad sings to him at the end like the the parents get some good like 
he sings like a really sweet thing to him, like when he's giving him the rifle or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah My Rudolph's MVP in this, though. Oh yeah, she's great. yeah. I mean, you. I was like, she's got to be great because it's Maya Rudolph. Yeah. So yeah. Like, she better. Have, the, the mom better have some good material. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, you. I was wondering, and then you know, at the even though that song was good, like I'm glad they didn't go overboard and make her like I don't know, like a working yeah. woman who's right. like I don't know in politics like, or something. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't try to go overboard because it's still that wouldn't be realistic yeah. to the time. So. Yeah. What else? Um, one of my other favorite things, uh, speaking of, you know, we haven't quite gone through all the guest stars, but the mm. other, my oh, other yes. favorite favorite part was uh, it's always fun to watch, uh, you know, Fred Armisen and David Allen Greer Indeed. yell at children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I feel like that the Santa scene could be completely removed and it'd be fine. Yeah, but <laughs> you can't do it without, you know. Yeah, you need the ho, ho, they, ho. They yeah. did bring they did bring the slide back. So. The slide yes. was there. They, I mean, yeah. The kid with like, the goggles. Yeah. They're trying to redo everything from the movie, so you can't not do the same. This kid with the goggles had a full Joker grin. It was kind of unsettling. <laughs> I, I, was, I was, that kid, I was thinking, is this still okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a wet one okay. here. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell. I thought yeah. that song was kind of okay. I don't know. It was fun. It was a fun scene. It was fine. Yeah. I mean, I guess all the songs are kind of okay. <laughs> I did think it was weird. Like, the kids were like, I wonder what he smells like. <laughs> and then there's one kid that's like, I wonder what he's drinking. <laughs> and I was like, mm, okay. No. They should have shown him with a little <laughs> yeah. flask. I think they do show him oh, they later do? on. I didn't like, see that flask. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that's that song definitely felt like they they used a rhyming dictionary and just took the first <laughs> just, word. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I know you mentioned a couple songs you didn't like, but I there were no songs that I thought were like this is terrible. But the whole thing was just too long, yeah. so it's like just they had to have they should have cut. Let something. me let me ask you this: Is are we has our tolerance for bad songs? been brought so low by the Land Before Time series <laughs> that we no longer can identify what it's a possible. truly terrible song is. Um, Because we there was 14... Each what, one had exactly three songs. That's right, um, yeah. Oh, my God. No, they were those were really bad. And, but I don't think... Like, <laughs> these aren't I, that bad. These aren't no, bad. No, none yeah, of, none of them are that bad. bad. Like, some of them, of them are bad. just fine or forgettable. Sure. Uh, but overall, I think this show is just too long, and this, yeah. they yeah. should have cut a couple scenes. There was just but. nothing like, you know, my whole the whole time I was just thinking about The Greatest Showman, and I was like, there's nothing in this musical right. that I'm coming out of, like, singing or no. humming or, like, I want to hear this again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if I hear them say, like, it all comes down to Christmas, like, one more fucking time. Oh, I'm gonna, my God. I'm going to – I don't care how many days are left. I mean, Greatest Showman <laughs> is just, like, such a miracle because almost every song is just, like, a straight-up legendary banger. Like, <laughs> Yeah, except the ones the kids sing. But. Well, <laughs> that's your, your uh, decision. It, it, it is true, though. This one has – no bangers. Yeah, there's nothing none, that I no. was like, I want to listen to that again. Yeah, but there's also nothing that was like, oh my God, this is garbage. I want to, you know. I will say, when out. the kids started the, singing, like the night before, like they were going the to lamp. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> that was so depressing. <laughs> that was a sad song. That was so, yeah. like, such a weird way to make things turn in the last act. Like, oh, you know, maybe our family could be whole again yeah. or whatever. <laughs> you know, if you eat your carrots, then maybe <laughs> mom will come weird. back. You know, like, oh, that God. Was weird. That was so weird. Yeah. It, it, it was like depressing, but I, I actually thought, I, I did think that was the worst song, but I thought it <laughs> captured that feeling as a kid where, right. you know, Things that actually aren't that big of a deal as a kid, you're like, oh, my parents are never coming back. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I think 
the the feel that what it captured was actually good but yeah that i guess you could have cut that out because it's not like it really goes anywhere they're not really going to get divorced or something you you didn't you didn't like the song uh a sticky situation (laughs) (laughs) okay so speaking of that song with with any of these live things there's, there's always a few you know hilarious uh mess ups and in that flicks tongue clearly comes off right in the first (laughs) shot yeah yes and there was another part in anna gaster's i I think her first scene she like mace reads a cue card and then starts her line over it was very funny yeah yeah no there's a lot of live foibles to this yeah Yeah. which is which is nice actually yeah it's part of the charm of a live show yeah there was the thing that blew my mind is like how many times there was just a car driving down the street yeah. I'm just like why? Like, oh, they're on the lot. I know, but the Warner Brothers lot. I, I that's the one lot I haven't been to. Do they have a like a street of residential houses? It's that's small. Crazy. It's small. It's, it's the the Gilmore Girls. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, there's a there's a whole town it's, square. It basically, and... still looks like it. Yeah, I thought that was Universal. No, no, it's Warner Brothers. Oh, okay, yeah, you got to do the WB Studio tour. It's pretty good <laughs> if you live in LA or visit. Yeah. Sounds it. expensive. It's uh, it's fifty seven dollars <laughs> for oh. SoCal residents. You just camp. You just camp out in the water tower. And I just right, looked at tickets right, the other right. day. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good tour. Um, but uh, they, I think they did a really impressive job of making it look like there. There's a interstitial yeah. thing about how someone like worked with car collectors to get all those yeah. old 1940s cars. Yeah, that was cool. Matthew Broderick opened a lot of car doors for them. He and, did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He also he also played like multiple parts, which was fun. Right? Was like, yeah. yeah, he was like the delivery guy. Yeah, and, yeah. like the postman, and he was the director of one of uh, Ralphie's fantasies. Right, right. <laughs> fun. Which I, did, times. I did like the I did like the the black and white that the Ralphie to the rescue production. Yeah. Although that song, you didn't like the cowboy song. I didn't. I no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I I didn't. I mean, this was 2017, so it wasn't that long ago. So I didn't do like a full child star check in because most of them are still children and still <laughs> acting and minor, you still know, child parts. stars. Yeah, but I did write down that um, <laughs> Scott Farkas, who wasn't even ginger and he didn't have le- yellow eyes and was not really as important in this. Uh, <laughs> yeah in this as he is in the movie. But anyways, he, uh, find me a kid with jaundice, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sasha Carlson is on the just today canceled Julie and the phantoms. (laughs) And he is not one of the phantoms. He's just some kid at her high school. Um, so yeah. And then there, there was one kid that I actually recognized because I have nothing better to do than watch dancing with the stars junior. Uh, but, uh, (laughs) RT on, uh, Celestine was like the shorter black kid that was in the chorus and he was was like second or third place on dancing with the stars junior he was paired with the little girl who plays young gamora oh man (laughs) (laughs) she was the star and he was just the dancer yeah he's like he's like right up front in that like tap dancing sequence i was like he's destroying he's really great and he was great on that show too um Anyway, but yeah, that that was the child star check in. Um, and then we need to talk about the world's first ever live commercial, which was <laughs> very hyped uh, leading up to this. Uh, yes. And it's funny because I'd recently seen a TikTok about this and I, I don't know what I was doing in 2017, but I completely missed 
all this. I didn't watch this. I didn't know about Greatest Showman until like after it came out. Like, yeah. We were super busy still just going, fuck. It was like at the end of the year. Yeah, exactly. It was all towards the end of the year too, I think. So this came out like seven days before Greatest Showman or something. So they did a live commercial at a different part of the lot, like in a commercial break, they like have some of like kids and snowy stuff, like cheering for the Christmas story. And then it transitions and they like see Hugh Jackman and they're, they're like, like, Oh, a showman. Yeah. And then they start following him. And then he, he starts uh, singing come alive, but it's like, like that's not the one. So sounded, I don't know why they used that one. For they didn't this know what the one was. Yet. I, they didn't. Yeah. It also sounded real. It sounded terrible. really bad because the, <laughs> it's from a movie. It's not from a Broadway live show. So, uh, you know, Zendaya came in late and the, on her first note, and yeah, then like I haven't yeah. seen this. Yeah, yeah, I just sent it in the Slack right okay. before we came over here. But yeah, it was you a live commercial. This. They oh do a God. whole number. Zac Efron comes, Kayla Settle comes. And she's wearing the beard, even though nobody really knows yet that she's supposed to be the bearded lady in the movie. <laughs> yeah. So people were probably just like, "What? what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, why did you have to do that for this commercial?" But anyway, they they start performing and they walk up to like that big. Uh, building with the um uh whatever columns mm. uh and that there's like 200 dancers or something in front of like zach efron and Hugh jackman or i think there were more people in this live commercial for greatest <laughs> showman than there were in the entire christmas story that is happening like one studio block away <laughs> right yeah and and then afterwards they're all cheering and they're like we did it yeah live commercial which i'm like i don't how could it be the world's first live commercial? Like newscasters do live commercials like every yeah. day. Yeah, you know, like, they go buy a mattress. <laughs> not, not like this. They don't. Okay. They don't do it like this. I mean, they they folded a bunch of them into Annie. Speaking of that, like there was you know right, they the were going Wendy's to the chorus commercial. and it was like oh here's Wendy's and it was yeah, yeah. I'm I wish I kind of wish it had all the commercials because I'm sure there were Old Navy commercials too because it yeah. uh, there was a big Old Navy in the town square of 1940. <laughs> yeah, uh, that. Totally existed, yeah. So, yeah, so it was apparently it's, a big it's deal. It's the old Navy. Of course it existed. Oh, yeah. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. It is and old. I mean, everybody talks about Greatest Showman, especially around this time of year, because it was like, you know, the the first movie in 10 years that had legs at right. the box office and, uh, you know, like came out, didn't do good on the first weekend and yeah. just went progressively yeah. higher and higher and higher. So... Yeah, all, these... all because of that live ad. Yeah, yeah. that must have been why... <laughs> That, and that's that, why there are so many of those now. Yeah. <laughs> so many live ads. Yeah. That would be amazing. Absolutely. Uh, I did. Uh, I, I actually did recognize Randy from something else. He He's from that NBC sitcom single parents. Yeah. He was, he was oh. Leighton Meester's son in that. Nice. He's pretty funny in that. Cool. My favorite uh, part with Scott and Farkas or whatever is like when uh, you know, they come in, they kick off that one song like, you gotta see plus. <laughs> <laughs> plus. <laughs> they come like, like you know, like snapping into the classroom and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It's like, you know how bullies <laughs> are like very into your grades. <laughs> you gotta see plus. <laughs> I don't remember how it exactly goes, but something like that. They, they were sort of dancing like they were jets or sharks. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, did, I felt kind of bad for the Farkas actor because anytime they were doing like sequences with all the kids, he's like a foot taller than all of them. Yeah. It's like, you, you don't belong here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. 
I mean, I feel like that we're running out of stuff to discuss here. I think it's because there's just so much overlap. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe we do a roundtable before we get into a rating system. If you had to choose a best song and you had to choose a worst song, do people have opinions on this? Or is it something where just like, eh, they're all mediocre, let's move on? Well, I don't know. Personally, for me, I thought it was really interesting that they included a song about the sequel mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, and let me let me just you like what? let me just play it here for you guys so everyone can hear it real quick. What a Christmas story to a crazy Christmas story to what a Christmas story to a crazy. Son of a bitch, don't let me take a sip of something before you do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, wow, that was some great seamless editing. <laughs> I thought, you know, I was putting it together and I was like, I think the terrible editing is going to make it right, sound yeah, funny. No, I, I think so. I think so. It was, it was really bad because, uh, I mean, I was laughing really hard putting that together, but actually when I was watching the movie and like, I was like, kind of like at this point I was like, oh wow, it's funny. There's actually a song called a Christmas story. That's hilarious. And, um, I was half listening to it and they and they're, they kind of like a crazy Christmas story too. I did the same thing. And, and, and my mind was like. Christmas story too. Ooh, I can edit that <laughs> into a hilarious joke for the podcast. They're probably like, how are we going to wrap this thing up? Oh, we haven't had a song yet where the title is in yeah. the song. So, you know. Terrible. Yeah. I thought that was really funny that the, the, the final song was called A Christmas Story. Right. So if you had to be played one of the songs from this, this production... Over and over. Every, I mean, I thought every that the morning, opening gr- song, Groundhog Day style. Not the not the BB Rexa, but the it all comes down to Christmas that like kind of repeats or whatever. Like I thought that was okay. I was like, this could be edited and actually like played as a Christmas song, you know, on yeah. on KOST or whatever. But then now that I'm thinking about it, I like can't get the tune back and no, I just keep either. thinking like it all comes down to Christmas right this very minute and I'm like that's not right like, <laughs> so that whole song is like the this year we're gonna do it oh. and then the the Christmas it all comes down to Christmas yeah I think for the, me the only no go ahead I, I was just gonna say the only one that I can still hear the melody of is when you're a wimp for whatever reason. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to be hearing it. Yeah. That's amazing. When you're a wimp, you're a wimp all the time. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all you think of. Like, I, can, I can remember the words, but I yeah. can't remember the tunes. Like that's not good. Uh. Yeah, for- it's, it's, it's really drawn out. I'm not a singer, so I apologize, but it's like, when you're a wimp. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. Wimp. And then it's all about like, well, then you'll get big and then you can kick their ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. 
Like yeah. it should have gone the direction like you'll have a job and they yeah. won't or something. You know, I don't know. Like you'll have a job. And go they to won't. college or uh, yeah, you know, whatever. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, I can't sing. Uh, I can't uh, sing any part of it back, but I do think the Anna Gastar uh, song uh, about like in the market for a miracle, I think it's called mm-hmm. or something like that. I really like that. Like when it started, I was like, oh, this is like, I don't know why, but my mind just immediately went to like South Park Christmas. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like South Park Christmas song, you know, because they No, all- it was funny. It had a lot of good like Hanukkah jokes yeah. about Jewish history and like, she's like in you the know, lyrics. And Jesus was a Jew and all yeah, stuff. Yeah, I love that part. And I just like, I'm glad that she had a song and- yeah. When I learned that it was like written for that, written just for this performance, I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. And I, I just think like she seemed to me to be having the most fun out of a lot of the actors in yeah. that, you know. In, in Avenue Q, there's a, they say, uh, Jesus was Jewish too, in the same uh, <laughs> yeah. kind of way. But oh, um, yeah. yeah, no, it was really funny. It was good. Yeah, Did it make you fun. really want to watch a movie about a basketball team that needs to? <laughs> yes. Yep. I'm down. <laughs> uh, I think that the one that I remember the most, and I would watch again, maybe not the tune, but the My Rudolph Mother song, I thought was the most fun choreography, just the technical aspect of it. I thought it was a really, it it was almost her own fantasy outside of the old mechanics of it, of, you know, Ralph's identity. And I think that there was something really fun about that whole execution. Yeah, the interesting thing about it being a stage show and not like the fact that Matthew Broderick slash older Ralphie is actually there and watching and walking around Mm -hmm. instead of just this omnipotent voice is like, uh, you know, um, he allows him to reflect more on what his parents were going through, which he does a little tiny bit in the movie, but not at long like this. And because then you can have musical songs where the parents are singing about what their, you know, hopes and dreams and whatever is like, you can, learn a lot more about those characters. That's a really good insight. Like, I think that him being there allows for a lot of those songs to kind of exist organically. Yeah, I did think it was crazy that this, um, there's two I Want songs because Ralphie has one and the dad has his own immediately after. So, I don't know. All these dudes just wanting shit. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah, my, my favorite one, I mean, it's not even really a song. It was like four lines, but the the little thing she sings to him when when she decides not to tell his dad about his fight with Fargus, I, I was was my favorite part. Yeah, that's the that's the type of, of like snippet of music that might not even be on the soundtrack. Yep, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you might not even be able to hear that again without watching <laughs> watching it. Back. Well. Thank God I own it. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to watch this every year now. Every year. I, I mean, I, I like now that I own it, I was like, oh, I should like show this to my dad at Christmas and see if he likes it. You know, because I thought it was like overall it was cute and yeah, yeah. it would be good to like watch. And it wasn't like, you know, terrible. Just I mean, it could have been better. But yeah, yeah, I came away feeling like I don't like this that much, but I feel like it would be like a pretty good family musical to go see. Like well, kids would probably enjoy right. it. That's why these movies get licensed to be musicals, because you're in Times Square and you're looking up at the thing at, at tickets and you're like, I, I, Christmas Story is $20. You guys yeah. want to go? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shrek, the musical yeah. oh, Shrek. God. Matilda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm surprised that they use it for... It's very weird that they use it for this live 
thing and maybe it was because of the relationship with Mark Platt and Ben Platt and Pace of Grumble Hall or whatever. No, I think, like, you, I think you got it immediately of just like the, these guys are on a meteoric rise. Right, right. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, both both of those issues. But like there's so many other musicals that you would have yeah. think would have been picked first to be performed live on a major network after Grease. Yeah. Your next thought is not, oh, how about A Christmas Story, the little scene, you know, <laughs> musical from 2010 that was completely rewritten and then never, you know, Everyone like knows it. only comes out for one month every year, like possibly regional, probably not on Broadway, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's a Christmas uh, story, kids. Yeah. Here's here's my hot take: the Evil Dead musical is better than this musical. Oh. <laughs> okay, so that. Go ahead. I sorry, I was just gonna say that was in the back of my head the whole time though. That like, why this? this yeah. You know? <laughs> it's it was probably be all a about that thing. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. about the cross promotion and everything. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. It's and interesting. It he really is everywhere though, because I usually think of him as all universal, universal stuff. But mm. this was on the Warner Brothers lot and previously like Warner Brothers for Fox. So this uh, is another Warner Horizon. <clears throat> yeah. Not Warner Premiere though. No, no. Oh right. That's right. So um yeah, I, I know, Tyler, uh, we joked around about this at the last episode, if I was going to say that, is this a better uh, musical than La La Land or yeah, whatever, because yeah, yeah. I constantly joke around about <laughs> other things being yeah. a better musical than La La Land. But it, it, really what it is, is semantics. Like, So it's like, yes, you say that I like hate Pesca and Paul. I don't actually hate them. Like, I think they're very talented. They're probably geniuses. Yeah. The songs are great. But what I didn't like was the discourse around La La no, Land and I, how the, yes, it was the, the movie that saved musicals because then it makes it like it's not really a musical or that good of a musical it's a movie with a few songs in it a few of which are traditional musical but not really most of them are just yeah. performances that and, don't the, move and the movie on its face is not trying to do that either like yeah. it's like it is the discourse around it absolutely right right and then um you know, Dear Evan Hansen, uh, like as a movie, was rough. But I mean, I didn't see it. I, I, see I did not. See oh, it. you guys didn't see it. Okay, yeah. The the music <laughs> is, but it. like, uh, it also has good songs. It has, but it's it has like a deplorable story. To drop my least favorite song from the movie, the baseball, from, oh, the, uh, baseball, baseball song? Yeah, the baseball oh, song. Oh man. My, my, my wife always makes fun of that song. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. I I will say, you know, look. I, I I loved the movie, whatever. I, I'm alone in this. It's fine. <laughs> um, there, you know, there were things I wouldn't have changed that they changed, but uh, you know, I, I still cried a bunch of times. Basically, anytime <laughs> anyone started singing, <laughs> and you know, Tyler, I, I respect your take on Dear Evan Hansen because. Yes. You are an original hater, yeah. and it, it, which is fine because it has now gone on on this trajectory. I know this podcast isn't about Darren Hanson, yeah. but it's gone <laughs> it on. This, might as well be. It's not not about Darren. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it took this trajectory where where people have just forgotten how much everyone used to love it. Love right, it, you know? yes. And and it, it's like it won all the Tonys. The, the final week of Ben Platt's performances, the tickets were like $1,000. Yeah. yeah. I mean, people were losing their minds for it. And now everyone is like, oh, we always thought it was dumb. Well, you, we, you yeah. know, it's like, 
We all, we all went to go see it. Well, I don't yeah. know if it was your first time. Well, we all went to go see the musical here in LA. Yeah, I organized it and yeah. I bought group tickets from Center Theater Group for like 30 people. Yeah. And we all went together because I was like, yeah, this is like the hottest thing on Broadway. It's going to be so great. And then I was like, oh, I'm mad. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah we, we, we all went into it like, oh man, this is awesome. People love this. And then when we came out, we were all like, did you guys also not so like so no we literally we, we literally I, like I didn't know if you guys liked it for a while because <laughs> <laughs> no. like because me and my uh, me and my girlfriend and uh, our other friend uh, friends of the podcast Jess and Alyssa they've yeah. been on we, yeah, yeah we, we went to the Redwood Bar right and we like, we walked we walked far away from from the theater and then we were like. That was kind of bullshit, right? I do feel like everyone immediately after the performance was kind of like, oh, that was cool. Great. <laughs> See you again. I mean, when we watched it, I did still cry, even though I was really annoyed yes. with the main character. Um, but and, and then you can't, you just can't like, there's no debate over whether or not the songs are good. The, the main songs, songs. Yeah. they're incredible. The baseball, they're great. So, the baseball, the baseball song, song you know, you can take yeah. it or leave it. Yeah, but... Um, I mean, you know, it, it's also like there's no songs about Christmas, okay, yeah, in yeah, Dear Evan Hansen. True. So that's, that's why we say, like this one better. The, the one, <laughs> no. uh, the one thing I thought that the movie improved upon is uh, Evan's mom's song, which is fine in in the show, mm -hmm. but Julianne Moore just like destroys it in yeah. the movie. It was like one of the the best sequences. I really like that director. I'm a old school perks of being a wallflower fan mm, and uh yes. i will watch it at some point because i imagine that the, uh, just from the choices that he made i'm sure that there's probably some interesting stuff in there yeah but, honestly like i didn't think it was as bad as the discourse made it seem like it was well, gonna be after the first five to ten minutes i sort of was like okay he is what he is i wasn't like oh he's so old you know like you know so and yeah. it's like that you know if we're gonna get around age discourse and male casting like <laughs> you know that's not the movie to really center that on right <laughs> True. I, I was i was stunned by all of that truly yeah. like yeah. especially because if we're just talking specifically about ben platt he played a high schooler one year before that on a Netflix show called the politician that apparently yeah. lots of people watch. No one ever had an issue with that. Right. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. Something's different about that show, but I think, I well, think it's cer certainly they put him in a strange wig. For the I think movie, it's cause which... he's supposed to be so sheepish and like, I think, shy I think, and, I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's the, it's the vulnerability when you, when you have that kind of, uh, when he looks like a grown ass man, yeah. like is, is, yeah. is harder. But at the same time, it's like, well, like then John Cusack's been doing that for a while. Mm. So <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I still like if we're talking about the form of a traditional musical. Yeah, this is more of a musical than La La Land. <laughs> I will say that. Okay? So you're saying from the from the rubric, if you're going off what what was the assignment, if right. the assignment is a musical, yes. this gets a higher grade because than of, La La Land. Yeah, yeah. okay. But uh, you know, La La Land is fine, but I think that Dear Evan Hansen and Greatest Showman are uh, have better songs songs yeah okay. and then greatest showman is better than all of their other work <laughs> in my opinion but i do think la la land also follows the like let's have lots of reprises mm, <laughs> there's only a couple songs and but i really like la la land i do too i do well, too so. <laughs> and you know it's funny because i think that movie actually went through the same cycle of discourse that dear yes. evan hansen did where at first the first reactions everyone was like this movie's amazing and then by the end of it 
everyone was like, I never liked it. I mean, I, I yeah. like it. I just don't want, I d- it did not it was save the, the form of musical. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> just like Ryan did not save jazz, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said it was the discourse around it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, West Side Story couldn't even do it. So. <sighs> <laughs> I really want to see that too. You should. You should. It's great. It is great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's where I put this movie in the Pesach and Paul. Uh, pantheon. Orders, yeah. The Pesach and Paul Pantheon. Yeah. The triple and, P. And, you know, so the, what they were doing, they were like, we got to dig back into their catalog and put everything out right now, mm-hmm. you know, but they're not dead. And they're not that old. So it's like, <laughs> let's just wait for them to come up with some new good yeah, things. Leave that, let, let's leave this one in the drawer. Yeah, maybe. it's not like, Seriously. you know, it's not, Seriously. I think uh, the same kind of thing happened with like Jonathan Larson, who tragically yeah. passed away uh, and rent was a huge thing. And so that everyone was like, we got to dig back into like anything that exists. And that's why like tick, tick, boom is is at every college, you know, with like mm-hmm. three people doing it, like, mm-hmm. because it's easy to put on and it's like, well, it must be good. It's his, you know? And actually I really like that movie on Netflix. That's a whole other story, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's really, really good. It's incredible. Yeah. I really, actually, I'll just say on the record that I want Andrew Garfield to win the Oscar. I really want to yeah. watch it. Uh, my girlfriend is just like, it's going to hurt my heart too much. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I guess I have to come up with a rating system. Yeah. For this. Oh, how many, Perfectly trained dogs from a Japanese zoo <laughs> stealing a, a fake turkey off a table. Would you give? That was hilarious. There was the dog went in and grabbed only the turkey, <laughs> nothing else, and it was actually uh, the old man who pulled the, the, yeah, the table. He was like, "Oh no, the dogs didn't mess it up enough. I have to do it. Yeah, I have to make it look worse." Uh, they were too well trained. Those Japanese dogs. They're yeah. Japanese. I mean, <laughs> come on. Uh, so, anyone who can remember everything that I just I, said. Already forgot. Yes. Yeah, uh, I will take. Uh, I will give this seven well-trained jo- dogs saved from a zoo in Japan, yeah. <laughs> uh, because I thought for one of these live musicals, like it was great, really like top-notch. Like Fox does a better job than NBC at these musicals. Like the NBC sorry, one is NBC, so stilted, my you know, God. and and sorry, ABC. You know, the Little yeah. Mermaid one was not so great either. Uh, the, the Fox just doesn't. You know, they go all out. They get Zach Woodley, who's an amazing choreographer um, of all of all the. Murphy verse and pretty much everything mm-hmm. live that has existed in the last 10 years or so. But um, anyways, they, yeah, they do the best job and, and um, at, you know, as a film, it's like probably not the greatest, but this was a TV special. So whatever yeah. I say seven, I think this is the first like, you know, live thing that I've actually watched. Oh really? I don't, I don't really get into watching the other ones. Like mm. I don't care. My parents tricked me into watching Annie. <laughs> 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 that's funny um but uh yeah so i guess i i mean I, I had seen like you know i've seen clips but this is the first one i watched all the way through and so i think i'm gonna give it five mm. uh well played well, well trained, trained japanese, japanese rescue zoo dogs rescue zoo dogs <laughs> with the turkey um because and i think like almost all those points are going to be just for like the production <laughs> in yeah. general yeah. uh it's very impressive the fact that like you know, you can see so how much hard work has gone into this whole thing. And, you know, you don't even need the interstitial things to be like Emmy winning person and Emmy winning this, like every single person was a, like Emmy nominated person, but it's like, just, you can just watch it straight through and be like, Oh my God, I can't believe they do this. It's all in one, you know, pretty much like in one take right. or whatever. Uh, very impressive. But yeah, the musical itself is very meh, not, not good. Uh, you know, you can tell that it's just them getting started. You can kind of, 
you can you can get some of the you know the I feel like the stuff that they're more well known for and and like are is really popular. The songs are a little bit more poppy, so it's interesting that like I kind of I I liked the Bieberexa one, which is like a bit more of a poppy song. The musical itself is very more classic like classic Broadway yeah. like kind of big bandy jazz style music for the most part. Um, and it's just like yeah, the, none of the songs are super memorable. So I think. I think it's just a five, you know, it's okay. If you want to watch it with your family, uh, cause you love a Christmas story and kids might enjoy some songs and stuff like fine, but I'm not going to be like, you gotta watch this. Yeah. It's like if they tried to make, you know, like, Oh, James Cameron, like he's, he's makes a bunch of really popular movies. Let's make a musical of Piranha two. <laughs> um, <laughs> first, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Leave this one in the drawer. I feel like that I have to give this, also, five well-trained Japanese rescue zoo dogs. But I gave the original four. So I'm going to have to upgrade. Oh. I will say that this actually made me appreciate the iconic things a little bit more. And having seen them riffed upon. Because, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Mike, I don't know if you know that I, I did not have any like affinity for the Christmas story or watching it for the first time. Oh, way, wow. Okay. All the way through this year. Like I, it's always been on TBS. I had the revolving door experience of it where I've seen scenes out of sequence and everything else. And I think that this is the only movie franchise we've ever done. Well, actually maybe that's not true. I feel like by the end of all the franchises, we appreciate the first one much more. <laughs> that happens a lot. That happens a lot. Like, we didn't know how good we had Yeah, so I, I think that that very much happened here, but uh, genuinely happened here, and it's not that this is so bad, I miss that. I think that there are a lot of uh, uh, iconic and and meaningful scenes and narratives that are in the first one that, after seeing them be riffed upon terribly with Christmas Story 2 and semi-musically uh, in this one. Uh, five. And, yeah, the technical aspect of it was the show is, uh, it would be incredible to put on. Um, I can't imagine. Uh, the the fact that they had so little mistakes is mind-boggling. Yeah. It's impressive. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty mind-blowing, the, the technical stuff, all the choreography and the camera work. And, uh, you know, like you guys both said, I, uh, that that's a lot of the credit I, I give to it. Um, I wish the songs had been better. Um, there, there's something about like adapting a movie into a musical. I mean, sometimes it works, but it's, you're, you're forcing it, you, yeah, you know, yeah. it, it's, it's very difficult structurally. It's just not the same. Um, but I love a musical. And, and at the end when they were all bowing, when, yeah. when, when little Ralphie and Matthew Broderick right. hugged, I, I, I was getting weirdly emotional. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, they did it. They did it. Yeah. They put on the show. <laughs> I was very yeah. excited. So I, I, I'm also going to go five, uh, well-trained Japanese rescue dogs. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, this was Elis's favorite musical since La La Land. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of the Pesach and Paul, maybe. Is this where we just roll into our podcast about soft power? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nobody even knows what that is. Well, uh, uh, the next time we'll see those guys, Pesach and Paul or Pesach and Paul, I don't know which one it is. Uh, Apparently, they have a project called, a film called Lyle Lyle Crocodile coming out next year. Oh, the book? Yeah. Yeah. Adaptation of the children's story. But is that going to be, is it a movie or a Broadway? It's a movie. Oh. Sony Pictures movie, uh, action, uh, live action animated musical comedy film. Ugh. Okay, Ooh, we'll see. 
Hmm. And it says they're also also listed after that is Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and right. something called the Planets. Oh, is that a live action Snow White? They're, they're yeah, doing? it's with uh, Rachel Zegler from West Side Story. Oh, and I, they, they also they, obviously they also we didn't talk about live action Aladdin. Yes, and then they the, yeah. they're also working on they did the Little Mermaid song. or something. I don't see that listed in there. Oh, never mind. The yet, Little but. Mermaid's Lin Manuel and Mankin, but I thought that they were doing another one besides Aladdin. Anyway, Snow White is the only other thing, and the planets. I mean, that's just is on it Wikipedia, like apparently. the planets like the. The symphony. <laughs> I hope so. That's what I'm wondering. I don't know. <laughs> I, I I gotta say, I really do not care for the live action Disney remakes. A lot of them have been bad, yeah. Except for Pete's they, they, most of them just Cinderella. feel kind of pointless. Like, yeah. what? Why? Why did we do this? <laughs> yep. Yeah, agree. Yeah. Well, it's well because John Favreau had a real cool tech demo. That's like that's like that's like that's like it's oh it came with that came with my compact presario that's dope. Well, I hope you're ready for <laughs> the Lion King two. Yeah, and also Jungle, Barry Jenkins. Jungle? The Lion King two, not actually based on the Lion King two. Right, Lion King one and a half. Yeah, no, not based on that either. But um, <laughs> oh gosh, I mean, we could talk about that all day. Yeah, I have <laughs> theories, but um, well, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is the end of 2021 for us. We celebrated the holidays with a Christmas story, and we had lots of fun guests, including Mike, who is here today. That's right. Thanks for being here with us, Mike. Yeah, thank you guys. It was it was a lot of fun. Is there anything that you want to plug before we head out? Um, you know, I I, I don't have much uh, in in the near future, but I'll plug my brother's podcast. Oh. Uh, my brother Joey has a podcast uh, called Joey versus friends. Uh, it is a <laughs> trivia show uh, where he competes against people in trivia about the show friends, which he is a, <laughs> an obsessive fan of and, and knows way too much about. Dang. Um, and I, I've been on that a couple of times. Occasionally I go on and do very stupid characters. Um, it is a delightful it's, it's podcast most- <laughs> and I highly recommend it. <laughs> yeah. It's mostly a trivia show and, and he is a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> One thing they do is is they'll give him uh, they'll pick a number between one and uh, two hundred whatever however many episodes of the show there are, and he will have to say the title of that episode, mm-hmm. and he gets it right about twenty five percent of the time, which is too much. <laughs> wow. to yeah, which is too many. Too many. <laughs> That's nuts. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, cool. Check out uh, it's Joey versus Friends. Is what he said. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. Check it out wherever you can find your podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening all year long and send us your suggestions for next year. January-based movies. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what is that even? I don't know. That's for, Martin that's for the high junior day high. movies. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. I mean, it's based on his birthday, so you Precious. can't even say like <laughs> yeah. Selma. You know? okay, anyway, uh, <laughs> email us at sequelrights at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at sequelrights. And please rate and view us on Apple Podcast. If you put inside your review what Pasek and Paul should adapt next, <laughs> what classic beloved film they should make a musical out of, Rambo. I bet it'll happen. Oh, my God, Rambo. <laughs> that would be amazing. It's it's That would be no stranger than Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Eric. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't happened. Tremors yet. the Musical. Here Ooh, we go. Tremors <laughs> the Musical. That could be good. Yeah. All right. Well. Thanks for uh, spending 2021 with us, you guys. We'll be back next year. We don't know. We're still in the midst of discussing what we're going to do first, but we, you, you know, we'll probably be off uh, hanging out with our families and just recharging for a little bit. But we'll be back 
next year and be following us on our socials and everything to see what we'll be talking about next. Until next time, have a great holiday and end of the year. We'll see you guys next year. Feels like-